This podcast is produced by Suricon Media Brand. Who am I and what am I born to do in this life? If you're asking that question, then this episode is for you. You're going to find yourself in your craft is the topic for the show. History and Entertainment remembers the late Cicely Tyson and Supreme's legend Mary Wilson. In the segment, Ask Suricon, Constance from Kentucky is in a dark place in her acting career and wants to give up. All of this and more on this edition of Suricon's Whispers of Wisdom, starting right now. Three, two, one. Podcast has launched. You're listening to Suricon Whispers of Wisdom. If Suricon isn't on your podcast, your podcast isn't really on. Lee Daniels, Regina King, Eddie Murphy, Andrea Day, Jordan Peele, all happening now in 21st century arts and entertainment. Next, history and entertainment. History and entertainment. History and entertainment remembers actor Cicely Tyson, the 96-year-old legend born on December 19, 1924, passed away on January 28, 2021. A private memorial service was held for Ms. Tyson in her hometown of Harlem, New York City at the Abyssinian Baptist Church, where Tyler Perry and Bill and Hillary Clinton were among the attendees. Lines to view Ms. Tyson stretched down the block of St. Nicholas Avenue and around the corner as attendees stood in the rain and snow to get a chance to say farewell. A week before her passing, Cicely Tyson released her long-awaited biography titled just as I am. Job well done, Miss Tyson. Rest easy. Supreme's legend Mary Wilson passed away at the age of 76 in her home in Las Vegas. Mary Wilson was just 13 years old when she joined a Detroit singing group called the Primettes, along with her friends Florence Ballard, Betty McGrone, and Diana Ross. The group would emerge as Motown's supergroup, The Supremes, with Wilson, Ballard, and Ross now at the forefront. The group broke up in 1970 as Diana Ross moved on to pursue a very successful solo career. Mary would keep The Supremes alive with a variety of new members joining the group over the next seven years, until The Supremes officially disbanded in 1977. Wilson would keep the legacy of the Supremes alive throughout her solo career up until her untimely passing just weeks before her 77th birthday on March 6, 2021. Dream Girl, My Life as a Supreme is the book where Mary Wilson tells the intimate details of her life as a member of the greatest girl group of all time, the Supremes. Miss Mary Wilson, job well done. Rest easy. One place you can find it all is at ShopSuracon.com, the new online store featuring products, apparel, music, books and films by Suracon. You'll find podcast merchandise like hoodies, hats and t-shirts. 
The word power department will feature powerful word slogans by Sura Khan on various apparel, from urban slang to inspiration, black history, spirituality, and more. Remember this address www.shopsurakhan.com. Close, Close encounters and purposeful connections. It was December 1998. I heard the radio announcers say that Mary Wilson of the Motown girl group The Supremes would be appearing at a department store in Brooklyn, New York City. I decided to pay Miss Wilson a visit and enlighten her about an interview I did with someone very close in her circles for a pilot TV show I host and produced. When I walked in the store, I saw a crowd around Mary and I just waited patiently for my carefully orchestrated approach. Mary looked very nice, dressed casual in a two-piece black pantsuit. She had on glasses sitting low on her nose that gave her the appearance of a school teacher. Hello, Miss Wilson, I said as we shook hands. I'm Sura Khan. She greeted me warmly. We talked about the Supremes and the Motown Christmas CD she was promoting. Then I decided to lay it on her. Mary, I produced a television talk show pilot and I did an interview with a gentleman named Tony Turner. Now, Tony was very close to the late Supremes member Florence Ballot and was considered a Supremes insider. Tony wrote a book called All That Glittered My Life with the Supremes, where he was very telling about what he considered the other side of Wilson and the other members of the group. So, Mary was looking down at the CD she was signing for me. She lifted her head and looked me straight in the eye. I had her full attention. Really? She responded. Yes, I said, and I would like you to view it if you're interested. Mary was calm, but curious. I could tell. Yes, I would love to view it, she said. She reached into her bag and pulled out a business card and handed it to me. I gave her my card as well. Now, by the look on her face, I could tell that she didn't want me to discuss the details of my offer in front of the crowd around us. Now, Tony was an insider and once worked on her staff with the Supremes. So knowing Tony, as she did, and what he might have said to me, cautioned her to suppress her curiosity and wait to view the program itself later on. Mary would contact me shortly thereafter to remind me she was very interested in seeing what I had produced. This was the beginning of what I called a crucial chapter in my own personal life as it would relate to Mary Wilson, Cindy Birdsong, and Diana Ross, the other former members of the Supremes. Little did I know it was a connection to something I would do some 10 years later that would ultimately bring to life a love letter film written and produced by yours truly on behalf of Supreme fans the world over. It was about a fictitious Supremes reunion that I hoped to inspire them to consider. Also, my very own book detailing this really, really important journey in my life. The book title is In the Name of Love, A Close Encounter and Purposeful Connection Indeed. Up next, the topic for our program. Sometimes discovering 
your purpose in life can be a very daunting and frustrating process for many. Now, it's different for everyone. It's easy for some. Uh, it's recognizable. Um, and it's very difficult for others. But you're going to find yourself in your craft. That's how you know that this is something that you're born to do or this is part of or the actual purpose for your life. How do you find yourself in your craft? Well, look at some of the things that you love to do. Some of the things that you would do for free. You just find joy and a special comfort in what it is that you do, no matter what it is. If you're an actor, if you're a singer, if you're a cook, if you're a teacher, whatever it may be, that's how you discover that calling. You find yourself in your craft. So if you're a teacher, if you're an actor, and you find that kind of joy and pleasure in what you do, that is a telltale sign that you are definitely on the right path. Now, again, like I said, this is, is difficult for a lot of people because sometimes you find yourself questioning it and you're just kind of all over the place. Now, for me, uh, just to give you an example, I can do many things, you know, in terms of the entertainment business. And I think that that's because of the various roles, the, ver uh, the various jobs, the experiences that I've had, but I kind of found it all connected. It's all connected to one major objective. And that's how I found myself in my craft. I started off as an actor, you know, in school in third grade. I think I played the, um, oh, what did I play? I think it was the ringmaster. I was the ringmaster of the, 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 of the circus. We did a show about the whole circus and I was the ringmaster. And I loved that attention, the drive and determination in, inside of me only as a nine, 10 year old kid. That was the first thing. And I went on to continue to act in school plays because I loved it. And then it was something more. I started to pay attention to what the teachers were doing in terms of directing this and, and having us study and, and, and having us read and, and, and perfect the lines and all those things. So I started to look at those jobs and I started to look at those different uh, um, jobs that they were doing and those things were inspiring. And then I started looking at how writers wrote and, and how important it was, you know, who was responsible for putting those lines on paper, you know, the, the, that we would read as actors. So I started studying the writing and I said, I would have someone say this and I would have them say that. And this would be the response. So then I was in the writing area. I was in the producing area. What were they doing to bring it together? Who was going to wear what? Who was going to handle makeup? Who was going to handle the lighting? Who was going to do the blocking if, if, if it was for, you know, on camera or if it was on stage, you know, the same. Who was going to do all these things? So I started looking at all of those things. And a lot of them I liked and some of them I loved, you know. I found that through all of those different avenues, my, my calling was more about communication, whether it was in the form of acting, whether it was in the form of, of being an announcer or a speaker or a radio uh, personality. It was in the form of communicating or even a teacher. I had a way with people when it came to communications. They seemed to get it. They seemed to understand me. I found a place within that I could bring out 
those answers that they may be looking for. I found a, a, a place within that I could express myself in a way that could be, you know, profitable, that could be, you know, a beautiful thing for those who were listening. And, and, and I found myself in the craft. I found myself in the calling. You're going to find yourself in your craft. You have to look at it again, like I said. If someone look at you and be, oh, you're a great cook. And, oh, the chicken you just made, you could put in stores. And, you you know, you could, you're better than KFC. And you're better than Popeye's. You're be- you know, your chicken tastes better. Those are direct indications that you're on the right path. Sometimes you have to look outside of yourself to find validation. You know, don't, don't look at only that. Those should be just telltale signs that you're on the right path. So you can find yourself in your craft. Look at it. See how much you love it. If it's something that you would do for free, if there's a joy, a, a joy in it, a, a, a something so magical in it that you can't even explain. You know that every time you're doing it, you're doing the right thing and you're, you're, you're where you're supposed to be. It's a knowing You know, it's a knowing and it's okay if you don't get that right away. Like I said, I had to do acting first and then I did some writing and then I did it in school and then I tried to do it on a professional level and I made mistakes, but I met people and people became my mentors and teachers and it all started to come together. Today, I am an author of three books. Today, I have directed television shows and pilots. I have written television shows, films, and pilots. You see what I'm saying? I have a podcast. I'm speaking and inspiring you. You see, I found myself in my craft, but it was a variety of different avenues. It was a variety of different things that I had to do that were all connected to one. So I have a general idea. I have a knowing. Let me put it this way. I have a knowing of what makes me comfortable, what makes me know that I am doing the thing that I am here to do, whatever that might be. And you can find that in yourself by just paying attention, listening to what others might be saying around you uh, about that particular thing. If you wake up thinking about it, you go to sleep dreaming about it. People are telling you you're wonderful at this and you're great at that and, and you should you know, really take that serious. I mean, go back in time. Remember what teachers said. Remember what aunts and uncles said. Remember what your friends said. Oh, you just make everybody laugh. Everything that comes out your mouth, you. Do, I don't even know how you do that, man. You just, you, you, you're a comedian for real, man. You, you need to be. Those are telltale signs that you're doing what you're born to do. Just look at the reaction. You know, and sometimes, like I said, it's going to be a little difficult to discover that you can be a little bit all over the place, but you don't have to look so hard because in reality, it will find you just be like that light, be like that lighthouse, just shine your light. And before you know it, what you're looking for will be pulling up to the port. Let it find you. That's another way you can do it as well. Just do what you love. Don't look so hard. Just pay attention and you will eventually find yourself in your craft. You'll know that what you're doing is the right thing. That's so important. You're going to find yourself in your 
craft. I hope this is inspiring for you. I hope that you can use some of these lessons and look at other people. Look at some, you know, especially um, if it's in the entertainment business, you have people like Tyler Perry, you have people like Oprah Winfrey, you have people like Viola Davis and, and Martin Scorsese and, and, and Spike Lee and all of these dis- different actors and directors. They have wonderful biographies and they tell their stories. And, and sometimes when you read other people's stories, you start to recognize similarities. That happened to me. That was something that I kind of went through. And those are other telltale signs that you're on the right path. And then you also learn about other people's struggles. You also learn what it really took for them to get where they needed to be. And that can be inspiring for you and keep the light shining that and moving you in the right direction. So, you know, pay attention, read a little bit more, do your research. And like I said, don't take it so seriously. You really don't have to do that because eventually it's going to find you. What you're born to do is definitely going to guide you on a path to recognizing it and understanding it and understanding it so that you can be what you were born to be. No matter what that is, you're going to find yourself in your craft. Pay attention. Pay attention to your craft. Pay attention to your love for the craft. And eventually you will find yourself in your craft and be all that you can be. You're listening to Suricon Whispers of Wisdom. Visit the new online store shopsuricon.com where you'll find my books, podcast memorabilia, t-shirts, hoodies, hats, and more. Shopsuricon.com, the word power store, is a proud sponsor of Suricon Whispers of Wisdom, the podcast. Visit us now. Again, that's www.shopsuricon.com. A great way to help keep the podcast show coming and enjoy the beautiful products on sale now. See you there. Constance from Kentucky writes, Dear Suricon, I'm an actor from Kentucky. My name is Constance. I've been at this acting thing for many years now. I love it, but I'm tired. I'm tired of fighting to stay in the game. The auditions, the heartbreak, and not getting callbacks is so frustrating. I'm thinking about giving it up, but my mom is on me so hard to keep going. I'm in a dark place and need some light. Well, Constance, if you truly love what you do, then giving up should be the very last thing on your mind. I think your mom is right because she probably sees something very important in you. She probably sees this as your calling. Listen to her. It's going to be frustrating. If you listen to a lot of the actors like Denzel Washington and, you know, Viola Davis and, and, and Meryl Streep, they all have stories about the difficult road they had to travel to get where they are. But if this is something that you are truly supposed to do, then stay the course. You know, it's going to get better. So, yes, it's frustrating. Yes, you're going to you're going to, you know have to fight for auditions and you're going to, you know, lose auditions. You're not going to be accepted and, 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 you know, you're going to get callbacks, but then you're not going to be the one selected, but you have to look at it like this. 
you have to look at it like I am not the one for this particular role. It's that simple. You know, sometimes you can do a killing audition. You could kill them with it. Your 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 representation, your 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 personality, your deliverance was so beautiful, was so on point, but you, you was you didn't have the right height or 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 just something or the right weight or, the, or you know whatever the director or the writers wanted for the character and that doesn't that doesn't mean you were bad it just means that you were not the right person for that role and if you look at it that way if you look at it and take it that way just to say well hey you know this role just wasn't for me okay on to the next one you're going to eventually come to pass you're you're, you're going to eventually cross paths with the right role the right people and you're going to get your shot but if you don't stay in the game then you know you can't win you have to stay in the game people are going to see you you know, I tell a lot of people all the time, you know, you have these independent films and they no, I don't want to do anything independent. Uh, I want to do something, you know, uh, you know, where I'm getting a little bit paid more. And, you know, if the role is not, you know, I only got one line or two lines, I, you know, I, I'm not going to take it. No, you have to look at it like this. That little one line or two lines may be the very thing that attracts you to the next big thing. It may be the it may be the very thing that catches the eye of a major director or a major producer or, or a studio. It's all in how you look at this. So if this is your calling, if you believe that this is your calling, if, the, if you believe in your heart that this is something you really want to do, then giving up should not be an option. Follow your mom's advice. Continue going. Look at the frustration and look at the frustration and say, hey, you're not going to overcome me. This is something that I have to do. If I don't get selected for the role, hey, it's only because this is not the role for me. If you look at it that way, then hey, you'll be okay. Stay on course. You will get where you need to be if you just stay focused and stay on course. More importantly, you got to stay in the game if you really want to win. You said in your letter you were in a dark place. Well, the light is now shining. Wherever the light shineth, walk thereof. The best to you, Constance, in your career and all of your endeavors. If Zircon isn't on your podcast, your podcast isn't really on. To have your advice and guidance requests be highlighted on the program, send your questions to info at suricon.net and put Ask Suricon in the subject. Up next, Suricon's powerful lyrics book. Sometimes your dreams get broken in pieces, but that doesn't alter a thing. The song title is The World Goes Round, sung by Liza Minnelli from the motion picture soundtrack, New York, New York, written by John Kander and Fred Ebb in the year 1977. Go check it out on YouTube, a wonderful and inspiring song by the great legendary Liza Minnelli. One more time. Sometimes your dreams get broken in pieces, but that doesn't alter a thing. As we come to the close of another show, um, I just want to take a little time to reflect, re reflect on the, the past year. Um, you know, it's been a very trying time for, for many of us. It's been 
constant change. We've had to adapt to a lot of different changes and we're doing okay. And if you're not doing okay, keep your head up because things are definitely, things are definitely going to get better. Um, things are changing, you know, we're moving forward. Um, we're starting to see what some of us have considered a normal life. Uh, we're starting to see a lot of that emerge now as, um, the numbers are dropping in terms of the pandemic and, you know, uh, there's a lot of things going on. A lot of people are getting help and some uh, businesses are coming back. Some we have lost forever and, um, and we have to start anew, but, um, it's been some very trying times and, and we are coming back. We're in 2021 now and, you know, all the reports and, and all the politicians and everyone is saying that, you know, by this time next year, you know, we would definitely be, um, pretty much free of this whole pandemic thing. So, um, you know, stay strong, keep moving forward. I'm sure you've learned a lot of things over this time. Use it, use it wisely. You know, I hope that you enjoyed the segment. You're going to find yourself in your craft. Um, a lot of people are looking, are always searching, you know, to find themselves. Am I doing the right thing? Is this really what I love? Is this really what I want to do? Is this really what I bo I'm born to do? Am I born to do this? You know, we're always asking that question. So again, stay strong. You will find yourself in your craft. And if you don't, guess what? It's going to find you. So stay strong with all that. You know, I want to recognize um, Black History Month, Women's History Month. You know, a lot of people are doing a lot of wonderful things, you know, uh, in the community. Shout out to Lee Daniels, you know, for his new project, uh, The U.S. Uh, versus Billie Holiday. Um, you know, Regina King and all of those who are out there, you know, doing it, you know, even through these trying times. Congratulations to you guys all. I wish you the very best. Um, you know, uh, again, we lost some legends this year. Uh, you know, I spoke about that in history and entertainment. You know, we lost the legendary Cicely Tyson, who lived 96 years on this earth and has indeed left her mom. But, you know, Roots was definitely one of them. The autobiography of Miss Jane Pittman and, um, oh, a host of other things. You know, Emmy winner, winner uh, uh, Academy Award winner, just a fabulous contribution uh, uh, to the entertainment industry. She will always be remembered, the late legendary Cicely Tyson. Again, get her book. It's called Just As I Am. And um, it, she passed away a week after the book was actually released. So you know, she left her story. She left her legacy. And um, she will always be remembered. You know, the legendary Cicely Tyson. Um, we love you and rest easy. You know, we lost uh, Mary Wilson, you know, of the Supremes. Mary was a fabulous woman. She was uh, 76 years old. Um, she is, um, uh, well, Diana Ross, I would say, is the last surviving member of the original Supremes. Um, you know, part of my life's work in the book that I wrote called In the Name of Love and my whole involvement um, with the Supremes and trying to get them to come back together one more time um, in, a, in a reunion um, can now never happen. Um, unless it's in heaven, um, that can never happen now. Um, so sometimes I find myself asking, what was it really all for? 
and I've learned a lot of lessons in it. You know, sometimes you think it's for one thing or you think you're being moved in a direction for one purpose and you find that it's another. But um, I've had the opportunity to meet Mary Wilson and I, I, I talk about that in my book. I talked about that in Close Encounters in a Purposeful Connection segment, the segment. And um, I talk about that very interesting, uh, a beautiful woman. Uh, who uh, left behind a, a beautiful legacy. She's, she's, she will always be remembered. The Supremes today, you know, 60 years later, is still considered the greatest girl group of all time. And um, I am happy to have in some way been a part of that, you know, uh, uh, with the driving forces that was, was within me, you know, to, to do the work that I did. So... If you, you know, I would encourage you to read my book. It's very inspiring. It's called In the Name of Love. And you can uh, find that on the um, the new online store that I open called ShopSuricon.com, where you can find all my memorabilia, you know, films, um, books, shirts, hats, mugs, all the kind of inspirational things. There's a lot of different department stores in there. And, you know, it's broken into different categories. And you can find a lot of stuff, podcast stuff, podcasts, uh, uh, memorabilia, and, you know, all that great stuff. So go and, and, you know, in doing so, you also support the podcast. You keep it coming, you know. Um, so I appreciate all that. And I just thank you for joining us. And remember, the power is in the word. The word contains three important essentials, energy, light, and power. Be very careful of the words you speak from your lips and even more careful of the words you take in and allow to become a part of you. Thank you for joining us. I am Sura Khan and until next time, peace, love and prosperity. Thank you for your generous support. This podcast is produced by Sura Khan Media Brand. Visit the new online store shopsurcon.com where you'll find my books, podcast memorabilia, t-shirts, hoodies, hats, and more. Shopsurcon.com, the word power store, is a proud sponsor of the Suricon Whispers of Wisdom podcast. Visit us now. All the creations are designed by Suricon. Yes, that's me. www.shopsuricon.com. A great way to help keep the podcast show coming and enjoy the beautiful products on sale now. I'll see you there. To make your love donation to support the podcast with Cash App, use Cash App tag dollar sign Suricon.